0: we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubinstein, episode 166. Well, hi guys. Welcome to this week in December for the rest of the month. I am actually going to be in all the episodes. They'll all be different, but uh, we're going to be covering like unpacking boundaries, more about boundaries, which I feel like is a term that everybody's using these days, but most of us have no clue what it really means or how to do it. And so I am going to be having some fun conversations for the rest of the month and telling you some stories. I really like to teach through stories, so I'm just going to be sharing some teaching With you. I'm really just going to be sharing some teaching. I am going to be doing my thing. And the way I like to teach, the way I like to learn is really through story. I just find that it's more fun. It's more fun. I mean, there's lots and lots of data as to why we are designed to be storytellers. Uh, It's funny that story, I just thinking about this as I'm saying this, like, isn't it funny that? being a storyteller or, uh, are you telling a story? Why have we made that synonymous with lying? Like we are human storytellers. Like that is how we're designed to learn, but now we've made actually telling stories and the way we're designed to learn mean lying. That's so, it's just so interesting, like how we've put negative connotations on things that we're supposed to be doing anyway. So yeah. So this week I want to share a metaphor that I used with two different moms that popped into my brain when I was coaching. I've never thought of this metaphor before, but I think when I'm coaching people, I I want it to be fun. I want it to resonate. And I think I want it to uh, be something that might stick with you. And I think you're just more inclined to remember a fun story than to remember concepts. So today's story is about hot Todd, hot Todd. Okay. Todd, the hot guy in middle school or high school. Okay. So hot Todd came about, was created in my brain because first I was coaching a mom and she had a family member, but like, like a, like a third or fourth tier extended family member contact her. And he reached out to her first. He, e- he emailed her and this was someone she was not in contact with. This was someone she had no desire to be in contact with. He had a shady past. Something about him felt slightly dangerous to her. Um, no desire to have a relationship with this fourth tier family member who reaches out to her. He reaches out to her because he had had two recent deaths in their family that affected him more than it affected her. His mom had died maybe six months ago and his wife had just died of an aneurysm. Okay. So this is a guy who was going through some major grief, trauma, all the things. And he reaches out to this mom and, uh, she now is in a dilemma about what she's going to do. Okay. Because she feels badly for him, of course. And so she doesn't want to just ignore him and dismiss him. Like she's a she's a kind person. She's a kind hearted, good person. And here's this guy. This guy has legitimately gone through some really painful stuff. So she's like racking her brain, beating herself up because she feels like she needs to be compassionate towards him. But she's spinning because what happened is she responded to his email and she didn't realize that Her, her phone number was in her email signature and he then proceeds to start calling her and leaving her messages and his messages are, I really want, you know, to be closer. Um, I've always really liked you and I want to be closer and I appreciate you responding to my email, right? It's a really hard time right now. Yada, yada, yada. And she does feel compassion, but in her body, she is like, I feel badly for the guy, but I never wanted him to have my phone number. I don't want to cultivate a relationship with him. He's saying when he's passing through Houston for work, he wants to get together. I don't want to get together. And, uh, and she's like, but he's going through a hard time. So she really was... And she kept giving us all these details. She was really sitting in a lot of confusion because here's, you know, like, I want to be a good person. And this other human just went through, is going through a very hard time and suffering. And he has asked me for my support. But what we unpacked is that everything in her body was saying, I don't want to have a relationship with him. So, what do I do? Okay. What do I do? What do I do? And I said, okay, let me explain something to you. As women, we are, and maybe for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you've heard me talk about our conditioning as women, why so many women struggle with people pleasing, approval seeking. Um, we have such a difficult time with boundaries, we have such a difficult time following through on rules that we've laid out with our kids. You know, we told them that bedtime was a certain time and then that time comes and goes and they don't go to bed and there are no consequences. We don't even know how to have consequences. And then we find ourselves going off the rails 30 or 45 minutes past that time, but it happens night after night. So what what we know is that we're not establishing those boundaries and those consequences and following through on it. And it's because we were conditioned not to, we were conditioned as women to constantly make all the people around us happy and not to listen to ourselves, right? Not to follow through because when you follow through in that moment, you know, you're going to be causing the people around you discomfort by forcing them to follow the rules, to go to bed right now. It's not an option. And if they don't follow the rules, then the consequence, like following through on whatever that consequence is, they refuse to go to bed, then the next day, maybe your consequence was, if you're not gonna show up responsibly following the rules of our family, and the consequence is, you'll be tech free all day tomorrow. To help your brain remember why it's so important to follow the rules because that's how this family runs smoothly and you get the rest you need. I love you too much not to do it. So it sounds so simple when I lay it out like that. Oh, oh and, and then I say, well, and we have to establish the real rules. Oh, and tomorrow when we're having a tech free day to help your brain rest and, and remember why it's so important to go to bed, even though you're having so much fun, not going to bed, right? Like doing the things that you really don't want to do Guess what? If you plead and badger and beg, mom, but please, can I just please have it? I know, I promise I'll go to bed on time. I won't do it again. Like, if there's any of that on a tech free day, just know you'll be tech free until further notice. There is no begging for it. On a tech free day, we're tech free, and there's no begging pleading, negotiating. And if any of that monkey business happens, I'm not even arguing with it. Just know it'll be tech-free until further notice because your brain needs more time to help remember why we have these rules in place. See, it's super, sounds so simple. And yet I see mom after mom after mom having such a hard time doing just that, following through. Why is that? So it's this mom who is sitting in confusion about this family member who i think we can all agree we you know of course like terrible lost his mom lost his wife abruptly this is a human going through a terrible time and 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 the dilemma she has which is he really wants a relationship with me he really wants support from me who am i not to show up for him in his moment of need. Even though I have this whole history and all these reasons this whole history with him and all these reasons why he feels unsafe to me. I don't want him around my 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 family. I don't want him around my children. I don't want to have a relationship with him. So feeling compassion like Does that make it so that I now can't stick to my boundary of not having a relationship with him, not doing anything more than sending him a kind email telling him, sending him love and healing hugs? Like, Why does she feel it is her duty to do what he wants her to do, to have a relationship because she feels compassionate and you might be saying, well, it's called being a good person. And what I want to challenge all of you guys to ask yourself is, is why does being a kind, compassionate person mean ignoring your body, ignoring your boundaries and constantly serving the needs of the other person? Why? Right? like you might be going, I'm confused. If you're super confused right now, and it's really unclear, I want you to know that there's a lot of conditioning on the scene that will make boundaries, following through on boundaries with your kids, very difficult, very, very difficult. Your brain is going to talk you out of doing that. And, and, and so, you know, so the story that I told her that popped into my head, I said, I want you to think of like the hot guy in middle school or high school. We're going to call him Hot Todd. Okay. Hot Todd. Everybody wanted a piece of Hot Todd. Hot Todd was the guy. Guys loved her. Guys loved him. Girls loved him. Everybody loved him. So everyone loved Hot Todd and everyone wanted a piece of him. And Brenda from homeroom, she really wanted a piece of Hot Todd. Like she would have loved for Hot Todd to to ask her out. And Hot Todd was like a good guy. Like he wasn't like the hot douchey guy. He was like like the whole package. Like like kind and good on the inside. Raised by a great family. Taught to be a, a just taught to be a nice kid, a nice guy. So homely Brenda, when he was passing by her desk in homeroom and they made eye contact, he said, Hey, he acknowledged her existence. He smiled at her. He was nice. He was a good guy. Okay. So he's a good guy. Just like this mom is a good person. Whose fourth tier family member wants more of a relationship with her. But Hot Todd, just because Brenda from Homeroom, homely Brenda, wants him to ask her out, does anyone think Hot Todd is obligated to ask homely Brenda out? Anyone? Because he happens to be a nice guy? Because she happens to dream of him asking her out? No, no one expects that from hot Todd. It's not an option. She's, she, she's not in this league. It's not going to happen. And nobody thinks he's a jerk or a bad person because he's not going to ask her out. It wouldn't even be on anyone's radar. It's almost like it would be like, who is Brenda to think that Todd, like she has a chance with Todd. Who is Brenda to think that she deserves for him to ask her out? Like, Brenda's not going to walk around feeling entitled. Look, if Todd asked her out, I'm sure she'd be pleasantly surprised. She'd be over the moon. But she doesn't expect it. Okay? She doesn't expect it. And I promise you, metaphorical, hot Todd, <laughs> um, it, it's, he wouldn't even consider it. Nobody's ever put that expectation on him. But yet this mom, and I said, who have you been in your family? Have you been a nurturer? She's like, yes. So she's the care t- She's taken on the caretaker role. In fact, this fourth tier family member, she actually took care of his mom before she died. I don't know where he was when his mom was dying, but this, this mom that I know, she took care of a fourth tier family member's mom. She did that. She takes care of everybody in the family. That's who she's been. She's. And so I said, you're hot Todd. Everyone in the family wants a piece of you. They know when they're going through a hard time, you're the nurturer. You're going to make everyone feel safe and loved and special. Of course, he wants a piece of you. But just because he wants a piece of you doesn't mean he gets a piece of you. It doesn't mean that he gets a piece of you. And. When he calls you, now that he has your number, do you have to call him back? Do you have to pick up the phone? Do you have to respond to his phone calls? Or can you continue communicating with him in the way that honors your own boundaries? Which sounds to me like it's through email. And she was very clear. She was fine with email. And... Getting together with him when he comes through town sounds like it's not an option. So what would it look like? What would it look like to be hot Todd, acknowledging his existence when you pass his desk, smiling, being a good person, and in no way possible asking him out on a date, right? What does that look like? I want you to channel your inner hot Todd. And, you know, I just think that it's interesting because I think as women, we don't understand why our kids are acting, especially our strong-willed ones. I mean, all kids, we've all heard kids thrive with structure, yada, yada, yada. But what does it look like? Like, what does it look like, you know, close up to actually provide that structure? Okay. So when you have a kid that's constantly having meltdowns, um, having a lot of behaviors that show you that they feel out of control on the inside, so they act out of control on the outside, what do they need from you? They need pack leadership. They need assertive communication. thats what I, Pack leadership is really assertive communication, but I think it's more fun to say it as pack leadership. So they need pack leadership. They need boundaries. Sometimes they need consequences when they just, their body is so out of control and dysregulated that they are digging their heels in and they refuse to stick to the boundary, to stick to the expectation that you set out for them like bedtime being at 8 o'clock, period, end of story, lights out. And at 7.55, they're off the rails. They're jumping on the bed. The lights are on. And at 8 o'clock, when you come in and turn the lights out and say, it's lights out, there's no more talking. And they go into a full-blown meltdown. They just cannot get with the program. That is a kid that needs there to be a consequence so that the next day you have something to refer back to, not in a shaming way. This will help your brain to remember. It's hard to settle down at the end of the day. It's hard to want to lay down and go to sleep when you're not ready for the party to end. I get it. And this is how you give your body the rest that you need. This is how you show up responsibly. This is how this family runs smoothly. And it's going to be hard. It's hard to go without the privilege for a day, but it'll help your brain to remember. Okay. Why is that simple consequence so difficult for so many of us? So, so difficult. It's because you were conditioned not to do that. So I want you guys to take a lesson from Hot Todd, to channel your inner Hot Todd and to know that just because you're a good person and a good mom and you want to show up compassionately, it doesn't mean that you ignore your own boundaries and avoid the people, the other people feeling Uncomfortable because you're protecting the boundaries that you have established and keeping your promises. See, so you said there's discomfort. I want y'all to remember there's discomfort when you at eight o'clock when you go in and turn off the lights and say there's no more talking, and your child goes into a full-blown meltdown. That's that's a lot of discomfort. Okay, you know. This person that you love is super upset. And if you didn't stick to the thing that you said you were going to do and you just let them stay up until you finally had had enough, probably 45 minutes later, and then you start yelling, threatening, shaming, and doing all the things that are way more harmful, well, it's not harmful to just follow through on the boundary that you've established and lights out and no more talking and let your child go into a full blown meltdown. It's way more harmful for you to shame and get aggressive and yell and threaten and do all the things and call names and what have you. Okay. But it's so hard, so hard for so many of us. So, and so sometimes I think it's like, we can't see things when it's too close. Sometimes we can see things through someone else's scenario or through a story or through a metaphor. So I want, I know, I know so many of you guys are not establishing boundaries in that way, are not following through on those boundaries. And you may, it it all may feel just way too hard. You know, and and it's just so uncomfortable to do it because it's a a new skill set. And so if you haven't been conditioned to live your life like Hot hot Todd, who knows he's worthy of being a good guy and honoring his own boundaries. He doesn't want to ask. He's not attracted to Brenda. She's perfectly nice and he likes saying hi to her in homeroom, but he doesn't want to spend time with her and take her out on a date. And he knows he's... Worthy of asking people out on a date that he actually wants to go out on a date with. But if you don't think you're worthy, you know, you may in your conscious brain think, I'm worthy. I know I am. But if you're not following through on those boundaries, I want you to dig deeper and get honest with yourself. Because all change begins with awareness. Until you're aware of the issue and you can see the issue and you're ready to, admit that there's an issue and bring self compassion of course these things don't come naturally i wasn't i wasn't taught to lean into the discomfort i was told be nice to your brother why do you always have to be so mean why are you always causing kind of a problem in this family i was if you were conditioned that you it was your job To manage everyone else's feelings in your family, like there's some stuff to undo. Okay. So I want you to have some self-compassion for that and know it's time to get to work. These kids, all kids, but really our strong-willed kids need this type of structure the most. So that's what I've got for you guys this week. Hope it was helpful. Thanks for listening today, guys. I hope you picked up some tips, tools, Maybe some baby steps for creating more balance and boundaries in your life. And I just wanted to let you know, if you want to continue moving the needle forward in creating this for yourself, having a happier household, I want you to go to my website and check out mastermindparenting.com. We have three beginning programs. And if you need some accountability and more support, then please look for the one that would be a good fit for you um and as always we're on all the social channels under mastermind parenting on Instagram it's mastermind_parenting um and you know periodically i do pop up on different instagram lives facebook lives where i give you teaching and coaching and i love engaging with you live to help you help your strong-willed kids so that they can feel better because when they feel better they do better